I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. Behind the Lines, Week 12, presented by Scores and Odds in partnership with Roller Grinders as well. We are early this week. Why is this up so early? Of course, it's the Thanksgiving week, so we're firing up uh, an early recording. We're doing this on Wednesday afternoon to be posted very, very shortly. Uh, myself, Dean, joined by at DudeManPod, Ryan Reed. Uh, I was going to ask you how you did last week. All I care about last week, Ryan, is that our bet on air. Uh, you know, my, my Chargers do what they always do. They lose by less than five or four. And they, they just, you know, just enough. Just enough to cover. And that's all that mattered for me. Uh, maybe we'll, we'll figure something out organically in this show. We'll do a little double or nothing. We'll have a good time with that. But uh, how about yourself? How are things otherwise? How uh, was your gambling week? Gambling week was uh, not the greatest, uh, well, at least football-wise, and maybe some other bad hops, too. I got into some World Cup soccer, but we can avoid that for today. Uh, we ended up finishing 5-7-1 and one last week. Well, actually, that's 6-8-1 and one because we gave out two props as well. Um, don't worry. I'm definitely upset that I lost the Dean bet. So I'm <laughs> going to try and finagle my way into betting this through, and then I'm just going to end up paying up at the end or trying to get back across zero. You know how this goes. We either go sure. further down the rabbit hole or we switch sides or we end up break even at the end, and it was all fun and nobody owes anybody anything. Um, I was going to say I know where you live, but you're like going different. You're always hopping around to different Airbnbs, I think. So I don't know exactly. I know a general vicinity just in case I need to. You got the zip code, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I cut you off, but go ahead. No, no. I, I was pretty much finished. I mean, I think we'll just find something. We'll do, keep making some wagers. We'll see how bad it gets. If I get down a few units, I'll, I'll, I'll settle up before it gets too ugly. But I think you're good for it. I, I trust you're good for it. We'll have a good time <laughs> with it throughout the season. Uh, Thursday slate, the early game, Buffalo and Detroit. Of course, Detroit always hosting that Thanksgiving uh, game day, uh, nine and a half point dogs here at home versus the Bills. Fifty-four and a half is the total. I have a thought in this. I'm sure a lot of people have a similar thought, but I'm curious what your thought as far as Buffalo, big time favorite on the road here, uh, land nine and a half, uh, fifty-four and a half as far as the total in the dome. What do we got? Well, I know you and I have only been doing this show together here for a few weeks now, but th- there's definitely a theme on my plays, and it's not changing today. I'm gonna take the Lions plus ten. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got more to say about that. I mean, okay, so if we're about the same age. We grew up and we watched the Lions play on Thanksgiving Day and lose what seemed to be two straight decades in a row. I think it might have been 19 straight games on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, they're actually six and three against the spread the last nine turkey days, and they're seven, one, and one in their last nine against the spread at Ford Field. So they play well at home, or at least cover. And they seem to like the turkey in the last decade, and that's probably because they just had better quarterbacks. Um, This is a short week. My favorite thing is to look for subpar offensive performances um, and focus on a team that has, like, the better running game. Uh, There's usually – these games are just usually a little less productive. Uh, Also, did the Bills end up staying in Detroit? I I know they were there last weekend, and I read a – they did did, They they went home? That was was kind of the angle I was going with that is, like, last week – Buffalo, of course, had a home game in Buffalo. They got snowed in. And they didn't know when they were going to leave, but at some point they're going to leave Detroit. They finally landed in Detroit, played a neutral game 
against Cleveland, they went from Detroit, you know, from Buffalo to Detroit, and they went back to Buffalo, back to Detroit, all in a short week. And also, like, Josh Allen's like, are we sure he's 100% healthy? Because, look, it's small sample size stuff, but he's clearly not been as good as he's been the entire season in the last couple of games. I'm not on the medical staff. I have no idea. I don't have a – I can't peek the medicals. But, you know, he's not been amazing, and he's had some bad throws if you watched that game last week. Again, that could just be, like, random small was, sample size stuff. He was on the body parts there for the UCL, and you're right. Since then, it's it's been a little bit wonky for him. Uh, yeah, I, I don't – I don't know, but like in theory, like Buffalo should absolutely ravage this defense in the dome. But and then like and like you know, football players—they're creatures of nature, much like all of us are, right? And they were thrown out of their routine. Their routine was just thrown to the side, and that's again, they weren't spectacular last week uh, against Cleveland. They, they eventually pulled away, but it took them a while to get going. I would say it just their offense was not as fluid as it typically can be. But Detroit's terrible. <laughs> it's the other part of it. But th- th- I think they can punch back. So you might you might get a back door here. Um, I mean, I'm willing to take it at 10 points. I don't see the 10 points on the board here, but uh, if you pull up Circa, they actually have plus 10 at minus 112 right now. I literally just bet this 25 minutes ago. Okay. So. Uh, yeah, I was looking at. I'm seeing nine and a half. Like, where are you where are you getting this 10 from? So. Yep, uh, it's it's out there. It was on this board, I believe. Uh, Bet Rivers had a plus 10 on this board an hour ago and 20 minutes ago while I was actually trying to get those wagers in, I had to go ahead and pivot to Circa. So some of these numbers move fast. Feel free to uh, just wager along with the show because tomorrow they may be gone. Yeah, I, it, to me, I, I said all I said and I, it feels like a stay away from me. I just don't know. <laughs> just I, I have no idea. But You can't uh, stay away on Thanksgiving. We only have three games. We get to watch them. Front, we get to watch every second of football all day long. Um, man, you got to have some action, right? There's not going to be any NBA. We're still going to have some World Cup, so that'll be fun. But I mean, I'm not skipping the three games. And I mean, that I'm might playing be the, a ton of DFS. generous way to look at it here, but I, I, I'm playing a ton of DFS for sure. I think I'm abstaining from this one from a, a take as far as the game. That's uh, fair. Maybe, just, maybe just the over. Like, I feel like we're going to get a lot of points in this game. It, it's so high. Yeah. But Detroit, you know, Detroit's got a capable enough offense to, I think they can get some garbage points. To run back 24 against Buffalo's 30? 32 is their team total, Buffalo. It's a that, seems, that seems too high, too. It's a short week. This is a trap. It absolutely, I, I want to do results based thinking. Like if Buffalo like loses this game or scuffles, like, hey, it was a trap. I knew it all along. Uh, I just I just don't know. It's just feel, I, I can see it going both ways. And, I guess that's how gambling works. And I, I don't have to bet on this one. I'm just the host here, Ryan. You, hey, have to, you have to I'll watch. stamp it. Detroit, plus 10. Eat the turkey leg. Let's move on. Giants at the Cowboys. Of course, the Cowboys host their game on, on Thanksgiving every single year as well. They are 10-point favorites as well. 45 and a half is the total. News came out today with the Giants possibly being out, what, two or three offensive linemen traveling on the road. Short week for them. Um. And Dallas is a really good defense as is if you're fully staffed. I I I feel like it's going to be a rough day for that Giants offense. They, is anybody playing receiver? Who, who's walking through that door for the Giants receivers? Uh, because uh, it's not good. But, no, it's bad. I know you don't like big big favorites, but I, I again I know it's kind of chalky, and I'd imagine the public's on the, the Cowboys as well. So big on the Cowboys right now, and they're just going to keep doing that. And I'm just going to keep coming on the other side. They're not going to crush everybody by two touchdowns every week. And I don't care what happened in Minnesota. Throw it out. It was one week. It was like 40 to three. Like you just move on. 
yeah, but again, the Giants are decimated on the offensive line in Dallas. Uh, They're good. They, they swarm. Um, for what it, for what it's worth, Micah Parsons is questionable too. The linebacker there for Dallas. That would be amazing if he missed. Yeah, we'll see. Stay tuned. Um, again, short week. A lot of these guys don't practice, but I'm looking at the injury report. A lot of guys did not practice for Dallas Giants as well. But yeah, I I just I I think Dallas wins this game like 31-10 or something like that. Like it's just. Yeah. They just, they kind of Do you want me to go 0 for 2? I mean, I, nah, I don't want to make a side bet on the Giants. But I am going to take them. I'm going to take the 10 points. I, I, I will take. If you want a crowbar, I, I will take Dallas minus 10. I really think it just throttled the Giants here. I mean, and, and that's why I'm not going to do it with you because it's 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 possible. But, yeah. Yeah. I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't. I can't. I just can't wager. And it, it, it's not costing me money, so I'm not going to switch. I'm not taking double-digit favorites. I just won't do it. Yeah, uh, fair enough. I get it. Uh, the nightcap on the Thanksgiving game slate is New England and the Vikings. Uh, Minnesota minus two and a half after that thrashing last week. They're back home now. It's a night game for Kirk Cousins. You've been warned. Uh, 42 and a half is the total. Um, yeah, this one should be, well, we'll see. It's expected to be closer at least here. New England in the Dome in Minnesota. What do we got? New England wins, covers the two and a half. I mean, I don't know. I, if I was willing to play Minnesota against Dallas, I'm I'm definitely willing to do it against the Patriots, who only beat the Jets on a punt return with five seconds left last week. Uh, are they going to be able to score a little, some more points against the Vikings defense instead of the Jets? Sure, but Squishy Mac is bad. Mac is just not good. I'm going to stay on this train. The t- the team is not good. Um, I know that Bill covers a good bit and he covers on the road and all this jazz, but he's going to cover this three and a half and that is gone. So I'm going to take the Vikings minus two and a half. They're going to win by a field goal at minimum. And then middle, are you middling it? Is that what uh, you're No, because I, I don't have the three and a half and oh, I don't okay. expect it to move back that direction. I'm just taking Minnesota minus two and a half. And I just think this residual, this leftover differential down here was from the money bought to get from three and a half to two and a half. So I don't, I don't think this is still coming in on plus two and a half. All right. Anything else worth noting? You mentioned, by the way, that game last week. I, I watched a lot of, I watched the red zones. I, all I saw in that game were like turnovers and sacks and that ridiculous punt. Uh, no offense happened. The offense optional, the Jets and, and New England. Um, why didn't we kick the ball out of bounds? I know it's revisionist, but like, just kick the ball out of bounds. What are we doing? There's like wow. 10 seconds on the clock. Why didn't Russ just fall over on third down instead of throw the ball out and then give like Derek Carr enough time to kick a field goal? We could go on, but <laughs> let's keep going down the list and then we can drag those gremlins out at the end. I'm not a professional punter. Is it that hard to like make sure you get the ball out of bounds and get like 37 yards? Like I have no idea. I mean, you had one job. Oh, man, I think being a punter is hard. Is it? Yeah. We, we never we never really say that there's like an elite punter. This guy's like the best punter. There's nobody that really stands out, and there's just not that many of them. So it must be hard to do. Who is the Jason Tucker of punting is the question you're asking. Definitely Australian. Must be an Australian. There's like five Australian punters. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they've, they've, they've uh, infiltrated the league for sure. Yeah, but, for sure. And they have they a got the boot. Style, some of them too, right? They come from the side, I think. Some do at we, least. Maybe we traded in the skill for the length. <laughs> I have a whole rant as far as kicking and bunting, but we have no time for such things. It's it's absolutely absurd that like some games are decided by a skill that like only two percent of players in your team actually have the capacity to do kicking field goals. Like you might as well bake a cake uh, to decide who wins the game. But okay, 
I need well, Andy Reid as a background in that LA Rams uniform if we're going to talk about punt, pass, and kick them. <laughs> Somebody, I need his, his ID. There's no way he was like 13 in that picture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Baltimore versus the Jags. The Jags are getting four points at home. 43 and a half is the total. Um, yeah. Do we like the Baltimore here? Three and a half. They had to drop that hook on you to make you think. Well, but, it opened at the three and a half. Yeah. And I, it's still out there. I see that there's it's collecting some juice right now. Um, to make this quick, I'm taking the three and a half, and I had it noted at minus one ten on points bet just a little while ago. So go ahead and shift over to DK wherever you can find the best line. But that's definitely going to start moving here in just a few minutes. Baltimore is four and one against the spread on the road. They're also nine three to the under. Jacksonville is four and zero on the under. Um, and they're one and six against the spread in their last seven. Jacksonville's not a good team. There's really not much of an argument here. I know everybody got slightly burnt that they didn't cover that spread against Kansas City. I, I just don't expect them to put up enough of a fight. Baltimore still needs to win too, aren't they fighting? Oh, so they're seven and three. Cincinnati is right behind them at six and four, and you know they're, they're going to want to try and hold the division and keep a good record. So they, they still need to win this game, and I expect them to, and I expect them to cover the three and a half. All right. The uh, offense, speaking of offense, optionally, uh, you, you saw Jets, Patriots. I raise you Broncos, Broncos, Panthers, uh, Broncos traveling west to east, one o'clock game. They're, they're minus two and a half points. Imagine the Broncos being a, a favorite on the road. That's how bad the Panthers are. Uh, 36 and a half is the total in this game. Just a putrid number. But don't worry. Sam Darnold is here to save the day. He's drawing the start for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this game is gross, uh, but theoretically, you know, no matter how gross or appealing the game is, you can make the same amount of money on it. Let's make some money in this game. What do we like? No one. <laughs> All right. We bet so no- I, try, I, I tried to abstain from betting on the Broncos last week. And Sunday morning, I found myself writing up the under yet again because they're putrid. And, you know, then we had the report that Kubiak was going to call plays and they were finally going to ground Hackett from just being a poor coach. But, you know, it turns out a head coach is still a head coach and he can still screw you in some way. Um, the team is just not good. They're not good. I, I can't invest real American dollars in this team. I've said it a couple times this year and then I like talk myself into something. And this is where I'm complaining about Russ Wilson and he should have just thrown the ball out of bounds or not thrown the ball out of bounds. He should have taken a self sack, run the time down. And everything would have been fine, and maybe we would have gotten out of there 16-13, but that is not how it worked out. They just find a way to lose. Uh, this under number, it's also getting kind of low. Uh, I, I understand that these teams don't score. The Broncos don't give up points, but eventually something's going to happen. We're going to have a kick return that, that just flips everything on its head. I'm not – I don't want to chase down this this game. I just don't – I don't even want to watch it. Does anybody want to watch it? No, I think I think Denver is happy that the Broncos are on the road, so nobody has to like spend any time on Sunday over there at the tailgate or watching any games. It sleep in. It's a ten o'clock game. You're no, no, it's eleven o'clock. It's only two hours, right? But still, uh, you know, eleven o'clock uh, local time for Denver fans. Uh, what what is the opposite of like immovable object and unstoppable force? That's this game, right? It's it's just completely dreadful. Um, but again, Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold, you know, he's going to save the day for Carolina for sure. Let's move on. We've, we spoke enough about that game. Atlanta is in Washington. Another kind of gross game. Atlanta out of the yeah. dome in Washington. Washington laying the four at home, 41 and a half as far as the total here. Um, Heineke versus Mariota. Get excited. No. 
Mariota heard us talking about him last week, though. <laughs> um, the Falcons just score mid-20s every game. I mean, it doesn't seem to really matter. It's not that Mariota is doing anything amazing. He's just holding it up just enough so they can keep moving forward. I mean, all that being said, I'm still not going to bet Atlanta here. We did get the push out of Chicago on the road last week. Falcons are going to travel to Washington. Ron Rivera has been covering. Where's my note for that? Let's see. 5-0-1 against the spread, 12-6-1, and 16-7 and to the under. So they're, they're performing very well in their most recent games. They're at home. Atlanta's 0-4-1 ATS in their last five. So we got one team that's covering every week and one team that's not covered. And the team that's covering every week is at home. I wish we could... We didn't. We didn't ever have a field goal on the on the table. So you're getting the same here at minus four as you were at minus three and a half. You're just going to push instead of win. Um, either way. All that being said, I'm taking Washington at home minus the points. Another kind of gross game. Uh, Tampa back from Germany off their bye. They're in Cleveland. Uh, I believe this is the last game before Cleveland goes on bye, and then Watson theoretically comes back. Uh, you know, I, don't, I guess he's gonna. Well, it doesn't matter. We care about this week and this week only. Uh, Brissett versus Tom Brady. Uh, the, the Browns are getting three and a half. They're getting the hook at home. Looks like it opened at two and a half. Now we're seeing they're getting three and a half over under at 42 and a half. Where's our lean here? Well, I just bet Tampa Bay minus three on points bet about an hour ago, and it looks like it's gone now. Um, so I did, I did want Tampa Bay minus three. Um, Tampa Bay is eight and two to the under five and zero oh to the under away. But then you have Cleveland who seems to smack an over every single week. They seem to score enough and they don't seem to stop anybody from scoring. And then next thing you know, we're at 27, 33 and another over has come across the table. Um, I don't think they're necessarily going to score that many points against the bucks, but I, I do think the bucks cover the three. I'm not willing to go to the three and a half. So if anybody wants to pay the juice for the three, you'll at least be able to walk out of there with a push if it ends up being a fourth quarter Tom Brady drive that yields a field goal. How often do you do that? Like say, say minus three and a half is minus one Oh eight. And then minus three is like minus minus one twenty two. Like how That's often probably is too much? Is that okay. I'm just, I'm just I kind of. It, so right that. here, the minus, the minus three and a half is even, which makes me think we're going to still be able to get that three less than one twenty, okay. or at least a maximum of minus one twenty. And to answer your question, Probably a good bit. Uh, we have six pushes out of 160 bets. And we probably won another 10 that were no hook wagers. Yeah. And how many of those landed on the three? We don't know, but probably several, probably. Six. Oh, so I, just I just don't know how many. We have six pushes, so I know how many landed exactly on the number, but I don't have a record right now of how many of them were no hook wagers. I gotcha. I gotcha. All right. Let's uh, – Let's move on. Bengals, Titans. Um, Titans here are two-and-a-half-point dogs at home. 42-and-a-half is the total. News came out today. I believe it was Burroughs' quote uh, saying Chase. He's, yeah, Chase is likely to come back. We'll see. Yeah. This is a Wednesday. But like, he's on pace to do so. It looks likely that Chase is going to be coming back. Um, does that move the needle for you? Now, the Bengals did open in a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Now they're two-and-a-half. I don't know if that's a causation thing. I don't know if that's the reason why. But certainly, if you're betting Cincinnati, you'd prefer Jamar Chase to be on that uh, on that sideline in uniform. What do you have as far as your take with the Bengals and the Titans? I'll tell you what's going to move my needle, Dean. <laughs> this is a family show. I'm aware. I'm aware. I'll keep it clean. But if we ever see the Titans plus three points at home, I do not care. I'm going to play that number if it gets there. 
Um, it looks like it's going to get there. There's a lot of action coming in on Cincinnati. I know Cincinnati is a good team. Um, Tennessee is seven and one straight up in their last eight, eight and zero against the spread, 12 and four to the under. Cincinnati is 15 and three against the spread and 12 and three to the under. So if I'm telling you that I really will take the Titans, if it gets to plus three, the reason I don't want to is both teams are very good against the spread. I don't know. I think it's just going to be a close, low scoring game. So 12 and four to the under from one team, 12 and three to the under from the other team. I, I know the Bengals have had a couple of weeks here recently where they've put up some points, but they're not going to do that against Tennessee. I don't care if Chase is back or not. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It was nice to see on the other side, Traylon Burks kind of have his breakout game. You know, know, big big rookie, expecting big, big things in the second half. He was injured for a chunk of the season, so maybe he's on his way you know, to, to break it out soon enough for Tennessee. And the path is pretty clear as far as their receiving core because there's not a lot of guys you necessarily have to pass. All right, Texans in Miami. Miami, monster favorite. Uh, 13 and a half points. Did it really open at nine and a half? And it went to 13 and a half? Or nobody really got nine and a half, right? Or that that was, if it was, it was out there and gone in a second. Uh, okay. Yeah, I would say within, you know, the first hour for sure. Yeah, 13 and a half points now is a monster number. 46 and a half is the total in that game. Uh, Houston did, uh, they made a move. They benched the neck. Uh, Kyle Allen is going to be drawing the start there for Houston. He'll be throwing footballs for the Texans. You like dogs. Do you like this dog? Man. <laughs> Man. So they're changing quarterbacks too. Did you just bring that up? The Allen for yeah. uh, Mills? Mm-hmm. Um, man. I do. I do like dogs. I do like uh, the Houston double digit uh, against the spread plays. And I I don't think I'm even going to I'm not going to mess with this one if it hits 14. Um, no, I just don't want to. I'm, Miami's good. Um, I hate yeah. to say that out loud, but I think I think they might be good. Uh, they're literally tied with the Bills. They're running for the division. And how funny would this be if the Bills can't win the division and secure a bye? <laughs> Well, I, but didn't they fall back to like the six spot? Um, I, I know they went from like one to six after a loss. It's pretty congested, I believe. I mean, it's still early to be too yes, close to yes. standings. Too, yeah. too early to really be looking down that tree. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. It's an interesting thought right now. So yeah, after everything you've said, Miami second half, putting everybody in the sun. Houston's not good. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not messing with that. But I do think I have a note. I want over forty six and a half. Well, that means, do you think Miami is going to just put up 47 or do you think the Texans are going to score some points? Texans are going to score some points. There'll be some backdoor action. Yeah. Nico Collins will get a meaningless touchdown in the fourth I mean, quarter. Put you over. I, I feel like, yeah, the Dolphins could score 40. Who knows? They really could. Uh, I love Mike McDaniel, man. I think he's awesome. If I could buy stock and, and a coach right now, and I guess it's probably too late at this point because the stock's already skyrocketed, but uh, that guy is just awesome. Um, makes you want to be a Dolphin fan. You know you can buy stock in people like that. You just buy the team future. What do you mean? Well, you, wait. You, just, you, you could have just taken Miami to oh, win sure. the Super Bowl, and you'd essentially still been buying stock in Mike. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> I want to buy stock, and he's going to be like the best, 
one of the best coaches for the next like 20 years. How do you quantify that? And how do I, where, where do I get paid on that? Oh yeah. That one's a whole different shot. I ain't got you there. I can't help. <laughs> and the Dolphins defense is kind of sketch, but I wouldn't be shocked if they make a run in the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, Chicago, I'd be shocked if either one of these teams make the playoffs or the Super Bowl. Uh, well, I guess the Jets can make the playoffs. The Bears at the Jets. The Jets are six-point favorites. And uh, I don't have a lot of rules, but one of my rules is whenever Mike White is quarterbacking a team and it's a six-point favorite, you just got to bet him, right? Like, I mean, what? But the Bears, Justin Fields, he's got that shoulder. Who knows how serious it may or may not be. Uh, they're, they're talking about reports about it today. Um, I'm a little bit concerned. But, yeah, again, not I'm not privy to the medicals either. He's not but, playing. I did not. You're saying you're saying that as a bold call, or you're saying he's been ruled out? I missed it. He has not been ruled out, but look at what look at this board right now. So as you're talking, and I'm looking at Mike White start, and I'm like, well, why did Mike White just run three points on the board for the Jets as a favorite? And I'm like, and I was thinking the same thing. I literally, you know, what my note on this game says, Dean, for, for my wager, it says, I'm not sure yet. Let's talk to Dean. So I wanted to, <laughs> but you're 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 now making it all clear. He's going to be ruled out, and if he's not, they're going to be massive favorites, and the numbers coming back the other way if he's ruled in. Officially, uh, he was limited in practice today with his shoulder. It, you know, look, the Bears. Look, I have no idea what they're doing as an organization. They're going no place theoretically. Yeah, there's no reason to play him. Why would you push him? Like, there's doesn't seem like there's any reason to do so. I don't think uh, so either. The Jets, the Jets still like have a reason to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess they think Mike White's, uh, you know, the, the guy that gives them their best chance to win right now. He can throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean. He, well, that's my that's my actual bet on this game. It's not on the board as of when the show kicked off. Um, but if we can get Mike White interceptions, that's that's what I want. Okay. The Bears defense, is, do they know how to intercept the ball in Chicago? It's windy Here's enough. <laughs> Something will happen. Well, the game's in New York. Yeah. I don't know what the uh, wind will be like in, in for the Jets, but we've seen the windy games there this year as well. But yeah, I, I feel like White's a checkdown guy. I'm not. I'm, that's just like in my head, in my brain. I feel like he's a big checkdown guy. I went uh, through his game log. He only had one game that he didn't throw like two interceptions, and it was because he only had eleven pass attempts. Well, there you go. Um, all right, so we shall move on. Are we moving on? Yes. Yep. What's your official bet there? Uh, the official bet is going to be look for the Mike White interception. And now that we, we until we get confirmed news, if, if Fields plays, I'm hammering plus points immediately because I feel like the six is wrong. If Fields doesn't play, this number might be too far out in front of us. So I don't know that there's a real actionable number to get on top of. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Uh, Raiders at the Seahawks. The Seahawks laying three and a half at home. 47 and a half is a total and. I feel like they're begging for you to take Seattle because if they're kind, I know there's the hook right there, but they're almost kind of sort of somewhat saying they're basically the same team, which I know like this year has played out really positively for Seattle and the Raiders have been kind of a disaster. Um, yeah, I, I think that line's a little weird. I, I feel like Seattle should be like a four point favorite of nothing else. They will. Be. Say that? No, absolutely not. I'm going to take Seattle minus three and a half, but I'm also going to take the over. This is a two-bet game. Um, all right, fair enough. I mean, did, did we not just have the first team all year not not break the 20 marker against the Raiders? The Raiders just give up juice. That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're not a very good team. And they're, you know, who knows? 
you never really know on the outside looking in, but they seem like a team that's like, you know, emotionally kind of wrecked, you know, just they yeah. want to hit that sim button on the season, just get it over with and hit the beach or something like that. Um, we shall move on in the interest of time. My, yeah, like my Los Angeles Chargers at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Chargers are three-point favorites at Arizona. Uh, for what it's worth, news came out today that Kyler Murray is trending in the right direction to play. Week 12, Rondell Moore uh, likely to miss. Uh, Greg Dortch considered day-to-day. He's he's the guy that stepped up in the, back, in the absence of Greg uh, Rondell Moore. Dortch, I believe, has a thumb. Um, but, yeah, my Chargers uh, at Arizona. What do you got? Moore's definitely not going to play. I watched him tweak that groin. I don't think he comes back for sure. Yeah. Um, I, I'm jumping on. I'm jumping on your ship this week. Uh, we're going to take the Chargers minus the three on the road. Arizona is one and nine straight up, and two and ten, two and eight against the spread in their last ten at home, and five and zero oh on the over there. So. The Chargers are also 5-0 and against the spread on the road this year. They just got their receivers back. Things might start clicking for them. Points are going on the board. They didn't look terrible against Kansas City. Ter- Kansas City is not exactly great on D, but I- I'm with it. A- Arizona is struggling. The entire team doesn't look great. Uh, Chargers minus three. The Rams at the Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs are favored by more points than the Rams team total. They, they were, the Chiefs are 15.5-point favorites. The Rams team total is 14. The over-under in this game is 43 and a half. Uh, the Rams currently are projected to have Bryce Perkins. Check your program on that. Uh, to quarterback the football team. Um, look, you like dogs. You set that precedent. I, I will give you the dog if you want the dog in this game. No, no, no. <laughs> this dog shaved its body and walked itself out into the snow, and it thinks it's going to stay warm. This is not working for them. <laughs> they just cut their leading rusher. They have no quarterback. Do I want to take the Chiefs minus 16? No, because they don't cover these numbers at home in Kansas City. And saying that doesn't mean I actually want to bet on the Rams to do anything either. Um, I think this is an opportunity to jump on an under. Really? Okay. I do. It opened at 44. I got 43 and a half before it moved anymore. And I think everybody's thinking here that there's just, they think the Rams are going to put up 10 or less. I do too. So I, it's it's going to be like a 30 to 10 game or something like that. And it's just going to be, you know, 27 to nine. I, I, I don't, that's where I think this game's going to go. And that's the approach. So what did we have? Kansas city one and five against the spread. The, um, the one was the Jags, which was actually something that everybody was on for the Jags to cover too. So that was slightly unexpected. They're four and one to the under on their last five at home. Uh, Kansas City is going to win the game. I guess they're going for some some weird streak. 25 straight wins in November and December. Oh, okay. But um, it seems like everybody else is on it here, too. Like, the Rams just aren't going to score. They gave up all the pieces. They don't really care. I think they're packing it in. I mean, they can't run the ball because it's not Henderson's fault. That, that line is so putrid. It's just he was just the leading rusher, and they cut him, you know. So they were just like, hey, whatever. Yeah, um, it, it's not like Cam Akers is all of a sudden going to be great. And they have, they supposedly like this Karen Williams, but, you know, the absence of Cup, their entire offense, it just fell apart. And now Stafford not expected to play. Perkins just has, like, no experience. I saw him last week. He can run a bit, but I don't think he's capable of throwing footballs very well. See, that means he'll be running for his life. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, look, do you ever do um, teasers? Like, this feels like, I don't know if this is the right number to tease necessarily. 
There uh, are right numbers to tease, but you want to cross teasers, over right? cheek, two key numbers. Yeah, all that stuff. But I don't I, I don't mess with those. I don't like the combinations for, for that kind of juice. I definitely don't want to be under even money for any combination of anything. How did this game open at nine and a half, by the way? Good Lord. Somebody got really, really lucky to hit that one early. It well, it opened at eight and a half is what I'm seeing on the left there. So yeah. right here, right here was your open and it did spike and it probably will again. I don't Can know why. Why is everybody betting so much on the Saints? I want I want San Francisco minus nine on this one. Well, wait. Okay, so I was talking about the the Rams Chiefs game we'll open at nine and a half, but you're talking oh, about the I, I dropped down on you. Yeah, why did it open at nine and a half? That was just an absolute mistake. Yeah, <laughs> Saints Niners uh, Niners are eight and a half point favorites. Forty two and a half is the total. You started talking about it. Tell me about the Niners and the Saints. Are the Niners not like the team you want to watch right now? They're pretty fun. Yeah, they they, they have some fun skill position players. I, I think their roster is great, and and it makes it's exciting. It's fun to watch. They're not they're not cornholed to just one receiver who's chomping through a defense and nobody can stop him. You know, it's not like the hot goaltender standing on his head stopping the team. Um, they're I like this team. Um, I've been advocating to before this as soon as they traded for Christian, uh, we all assumed they were going to go on a win streak here and taking them for the division while we knew Seattle was going to fall back. That was a wise bet. Uh, it all seems to be working out right now, but. Can you tell me why are why are people betting on the Saints? Is it just because we got close to ten? I mean, we were only at eight and a half. I, I do want that nine, so I'll take the minus eight and a half on FanDuel at minus one fourteen. Yeah. So, so right here, I'd rather take that for four cents than than push it at one ten. I like the San Francisco side as well. The the Saints out of the dome on the road. Andy Dalton's their quarterback still. Um, that that San Francisco offense is pretty dynamic now, like you mentioned. Debo, like in the open field, is just like seems like the hardest guy to tackle in the league. Um, yeah, I lost, right. I lost my SGP on uh, that Debo, the Debo and the Kittle long plays. So I had a Kittle TD, San Francisco to win, and then I needed the Elijah Mitchell, thinking they were going to have the lead and he was going to get some nice runs there in the second half. And I mean, he was. He moved the ball from the 20 down to the 20 or the 30, but then Debo broke a 37, and then Kittle had like a 30 yard. I'm like, ah, those were his two drives to punch one in for me. It didn't work out. Sunday night football, you got the Eagles versus the Packers, two of the two green uniforms. I don't know why I felt worth just thinking them on the field for some reason. Philadelphia, six and a half point favorite Sunday night, 46 and a half uh, is the total. Where is our lean here? Eagles at home, minus six and a half. Taking it now. Um, you know, I made some jokes about Tom Brady wanting to pack it in when he was going through his divorce and things like that. But man, maybe Aaron Rodgers is just going to pack it in. They're They're dead. They don't look good. They're fighting. They are four and seven. It's basically a lost season at this point, unless they go on an incredible run. They're going to go up against the Eagles D. They're just not going to have it. Yeah, Eagles added a couple. Uh, they brought in some backup, right, with the Dominican Sue and another dude as well on the inside. Um, I, I'm with you as far as Philadelphia. I hate just, like, playing the favorites, but um, I think Philly's a pretty strong play here. And, I, you know, Rodgers is – you know, he's not what he once was. And as I know Watson has risen as a, as a top option, theoretically, or a positive option, but the wide receiver core is pr- pretty thin still on that Green Bay side. Yeah. Um, let's move on and talk about the Monday night game. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Indy. We're not finishing strong. This is kind of an ugly game to close out the week. Uh, Indy at home, not the full three, just a two and a half point favorite versus Pittsburgh. Uh, 
We saw Saturday coach on Sundays. How's Saturday going to coach on a Monday night? Do we like the Colts or the Steelers? Neither. I have a play in this game, but it is definitely not either one of these teams. Under? Yes, sir. Yeah. You know, you don't think Kenny Pickett and Matt Ryan are going to bring the TDs? No. Um, somebody does because they're betting over 39, but um, I don't know where that's coming from. Pittsburgh's 4-2 and two to the under last six. Indy's 9-2 and two to the under in their last 11, or that's just their – and then they're 14-2 and two if you want to go back a little bit further. But let's, let's face it, Pittsburgh points four. 17 points a game. Indianapolis, points four, 15 points a game. Both of them have decent defenses. Nobody's getting a, an offensive boost here. So Saturday is uh, possibly in for another home loss. I mean, I'm going to take the under, which means the game's going to be close. I would assume Steelers, neither one of them are great, and neither one of them are going to run away. Do we have a best bet in this slate? Something you want to highlight? Do you have a player prop that you like? I know you write for scores and odds. Of course, people should check out your premium product over there at scores and odds. Uh, I also know we're running a, a Black Friday sale, I think, for any uh, product, uh, Rotor Grinders or scores and odds products, 25. No, don't quote me on it. I think it was 25% off. I checked the uh, the banner there. Uh, if you're curious, you want to get your feet wet, feel free to check it out. And Ryan, you're just one of many people that write, write up picks on scoresandodds.com. But I gave you enough time, I think. I bought you some time. You happen to have a player prop. You have your favorite bet this week. What are we betting against each other? Because I think we agree too much. We maybe did agree a little bit too much this week. And right now, I think my favorite bet is going to be the over 46 and a half in Miami. All right. Um, I, I like the Cowboys laying 10. You don't like the Giants, though, right? You're not going to take that. Um, so 10 is just so many. But yeah, I don't. I don't want to actually bet you that they're gonna win. We can just put in a layaway. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out next week, I suppose. Well, I'll be back. You'll be back next week, right? Um, I also for another one here. I also really like the under Cincinnati and uh, Tennessee. What's the number for that? Uh, it's forty three right now. Actually, forty three and a half, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I see forty two and a half. Do I have to refresh? Ooh, that, that means it's dropping on us. It's dropping. Um, I had 43 on WinBet like an hour ago. Um, well, I'm on scores and odds, and like this is like, yeah, I suppose maybe depends on where you're shot. Maybe you can get 43 someplace else, I suppose. But that is that is the show, Ryan. Tell the people where they can find you on Twitter, where they can find uh, your picks. I kind of already mentioned it, but just reiterate. Uh, that's right. You can find me on Twitter at DudeManPA, also on Insta, Facebook, whatever. We've got the same DudeManPA title everywhere. You can always find me on Scores and Odds. I'm going to get out of here, and I'm going to start putting all of my picks in there now so everybody can get on it before the Thanksgiving day, and we can all sit around and eat some turkey and make some money. That is Week 12 in the books, Behind the Lines. Follow me if you're interested, at DFS underscore Almanac. That's at Ryan. No, no, it's at DudeManPA, Ryan Reed. Uh, you know, good luck this week. Win yourself some money. We'll be back for week 13. Enjoy your holiday. We're out of here. Holler. Later.